What's up, y'all? What's up? We back. What up? What's up, family? Yeah, yeah. Oh man, we get the one and only B Price is, is here with us. It's, it's been a while. I'm excited. Yeah. What's up, What's up Yeah, added another uh another baby to the family. Hey. So kind of been busy doing man. that. <laughs> but um couldn't leave y'all hanging too long. So here I am. Let's 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 get it cracking. Man, congrats, man. I'm so excited. Yeah, God, it's good. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. So what's on deck today? So we're gonna look at Revelation two. So the last episode we uh we delved into revelation one so we're just continuing this series looking at revelation two we're going to read that and we're going to break mm-hmm. it down and um hopefully um you guys will get something from it you know we pray that the holy spirit uh, leads us to to truth mm, yeah and that we can convey that truth to you guys amen 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 let's get it and um what uh suits you reading right yeah what are we uh what what version is this actually I'm gonna read out. um it is niv okay let's switch cool um so i will start with uh, revelation chapter 2 verse 1 mm-hmm. to the churches in ephesus uh, to the angel of the church in ephesus right these are the words of him who holds the servant stars in his right hand and walks among the seven golden lampstands. I, I know your deeds, your hard work, and your perseverance. I know what you cannot tolerate. I know that you cannot tolerate wicked people, that you have tested those who claim to be apostles but are not and have found them false you have persevered and have endured hardships for my name and you have not grown weary yet i hold this against you you have forsaken the love you had at first consider how far you have fallen repent and do the things you did at first. If you do not repent, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place. Put, but you have this in your favor. You hate the practice of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. Whoever has ears, let them hear what the spirit says to the church. To the one who is victorious, I will give the right to eat from the tree of life, which is still in the paradise of God. And this is all uh, throughout this chapter. This is uh, Christ speaking. You know, as uh, um, I was thinking, I was as you was reading that, it was like God is like uh, Jesus is uh, is kind of gracious in that he first kind of like gives a word of encouragement to the mm-hmm. church, you know, and, and it's like that love, like I, you know, like a parent, like, all right, I see you doing this good, you know, and this is great, but these are some things you can improve upon. And kind of like, you need that from like everybody around you that are the, in the body of Christ, right? That's how you mm-hmm. grow and stuff. And so there's love there, but there's love and he gives the truth. Um, mm-hmm. And, to that to that group of believers in that city so that's just kind of like that stuck out to me 
Yeah. And, um, you know, when in, in uh, verse four, when it says, yet I hold this against you, you have forsaken the love you had at first. Mm. Um, I think this walk that we have is, you know, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. And so I think we can go through seasons where um, we are not as fervent, if you will, in our faith as we are in other seasons. And I think God is just encouraging folks, mm. um, you know, to to stay the course, like to get to pursue God, even when things seem difficult or when there are distractions in your life or, you know, when you might not um, necessarily feel like God is 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 um, is with you in certain situations. Um, you know, God, he never leaves you or forsakes you. And I think he's just encouraging, you know, his sheep to um, to focus on him. Because I think, you know, when we first get saved, we're like, we're on fire, yeah. right? We're on yep. fire for God. <laughs> and, you know, we're ready to, to, to run through walls and, and, you know, do do everything, you know, in the name of Jesus. And I think as we kind of continue on our walk, we can hit obstacles where the enemy will try to dim that light. Mm-hmm. And um, he's just, you know, give us, giving us encouragement here, I think, to um, to repent. You know, like it's... it's uh, that's just the grace of God too, right? It's like he's, he's going to point out where, where you're weak, where you're deficient, and he's going to give you an opportunity to write the course, and he's going to be there with you the entire time. So mm. that's also encouraging, um, you know, that he, uh, you know, he's encouraging us and he's with us, and, um, you know, we can we can win this race, right? We can, mm. we can, uh, we can be more than conquerors through Jesus mm. Christ. So I think it's, it's, uh, it's very encouraging. Yeah. Ephesus is the first church he mentions. Um, And it's almost like it's the first church, like almost like a firstborn. And I think I read that, you know, this is an order of how or the chronological order of how of when they started, you know, and Mm -hmm. it's like it's like I guess Ephesus is the firstborn. But he turns it on his head and he says, you know, you go back to your first love, Mm. which is me. And it's funny that in the beginning, though, he's like, you know, I'm saying you have done this and you've done these great things, you know, and you've looked at people who say what they say but you've judged them, you know, rightly that they're not who they say they are, right? And I think for me, I can kind of relate to that. Like, it almost comes as, you know what I'm saying, you you hold yourself as the person who's able to do these things. And, you know, but are you doing it because of me, because we know from reading this passage that they initially were on the right path. Mm. And I think like us, you know, we start to do things and, you know, we are trying to live this Christian life and we're trying to disciple people and we're trying to raise up, you know, other Christians and we're trying 
to reprimand and you know hold Christians accountable, and then it's all it all or other people accountable, and then it becomes mm. like, are we doing it in the right spirit? Mm. Mm. You know, and I think it. I think he's saying to this church that you're not doing, you're doing all the right things, but you're not doing it for me, mm. who you were supposed to, almost, you know. And that's, that's I could good. be wrong, but that's yeah, that's all. Mm. That's how it came off. Like you know, what I'm saying like you're doing all this stuff. It's it's cool, you know. But are you doing it in the right spirit? Am I, am I still your main love? You know, and if I'm not your main love, you know, that also begs the question of what is, you know, and we both know, or we all, all of us know that we can start to do things in our flesh, right? We can start to do thing in our, things in our own, yeah. um, you know, human nature. And uh, uh, to me, it's a warning to not do that, to, you know, to get our... Um, fervor from God, mm. you know, you know, it's cool to be jealous, but I mean, zealous, but are we doing it in the right spirit? Yeah. You know, that's mm. really good. That's really good. Yeah. And it reminds me in the Bible where it, it says, you know, if you, you know, you can prophesy in my name, you can do all these things, but if you, mm. if you don't have love, then it, it's exactly. all for not. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah, to your point, Sue, it's just like, we, we gotta, we have to do things in love. We have to do things um, with a charitable spirit, we can't just kind of, um, you know, just like point fingers at people and, and kind of like, uh, you know, kind of judge them yeah. um, without the love that goes along with it, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like correction, but do it, do it in love. Wow. Yes. You know? And then, um, dang. And, and even in verse five where it says, consider how far you, uh, how far you have fallen, like with what y'all are saying, it's like, that should kind of imply that like it said repent kind of like pride came in it, it could in the sense that like yeah i've been walking with the lord and i and we were able to like test these things and prove people that they were liars and all this stuff and then yeah 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 but but in a prideful way like you were saying mm-hmm. if you're not doing it in love like you were saying brian uh, uh brandon like jesus is saying yo remember how far you're you're you were a sinner you know what i'm saying you were mm-hmm. you were wretched and I came and mm-hmm. helped you. Like you got to remember how far you, um, how far I brought you. And mm-hmm. it kind of reminded me of this um, really old lady I love uh, from this uh, church I used to go to. She's eighty something years old, working with the Lord. You know, so much wisdom with her, but it, she's so humble. And like she always says, like was telling me, like, oh, I'm just a redeemed sinner. You know, I'm, I used to be private. You know, and she'll just go into her testimony all the time. And it's like she kept that humbleness. But yet mm-hmm. would like bring like knowledge and correction and wisdom with the humbleness because she always was reminding herself of what God brought her from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. Yes, sir. Yeah. So to the firstborn, it's, it, you know, it almost reminds me of like the um, the prodigal son, you know, like the oldest was out in the fields just mm-hmm. mad, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, he was right. He was right. He was there all the time and he, you know, didn't grow weary and, you know, he endured a lot of hardship mm-hmm. for the father, but he did not do it in the right spirit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And he's judging this, his little brother, like, yo, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, why are you, 
why are you doing that for him? You know what I'm saying? But mm. there was no love in him. And he didn't understand that what it means to have grace and what God has for other people that, you know, we're not just, that, that he's not just our God. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah, bro. Right. Um, you want me to go ahead? Yeah, that's good. I'm good. Yeah. Okay. To the church of Simra. I, I know I'm butchering these names. I should have yeah. been more prepared. It's I don't know what it is. Sutra. <laughs> I think it's Smyrna. 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 Okay, gotcha. 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 To the angel of the church in Smyrna, right? These are the words of him who is the first and the last, who died and came to life again. I know your afflictions and your poverty, yet you are rich. I know about the slander of those who say they are Jews and are not, but are a synagogue of Satan. Do not be afraid of what you are about to suffer. I tell you, the devil will put some of you in prison to test you, and you will suffer persecution for 10 days. Be faithful, even to the point of death, and I will give you, a, give you life as your victor's crown. Whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. And the one, the one who is victorious will not be hurt at all by the second death. Mm. Mm. Yeah, um, you know, I, I like that that you know God is reiterating like this. These are this this word is coming from Jesus, right? Mm. Like mm-hmm. who, the first and the last, the one who died and came to life again. So it's like this is Jesus Christ speaking to you. In case you didn't know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I must have um, forgot. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, I think he's it's he's speaking to, you know, I, I always think, you know, there's there's definitely a historical um element to the text, right? Like there was a church in Smyrna, um, you know, back in the the early the early days of Christianity. Um but I think he's speaking to people in today's time as well, mm. people who kind of fit this bill. Um, people who, you know, who have, uh, quote unquote, who are, um, going through poverty, right. Mm. And, and who have been yeah. afflicted, but, you know, God is saying, but you are rich. Like you might not have much in the way of like maybe material things mm-hmm. or what the, the world might not deem you rich, but you know, the most high is saying that you are rich, you know, you are rich in the kingdom, you are rich in spirit. And, you know, it says, I know about the slander of those who say they are Jews and are not, but are a synagogue of Satan. Um, and, you know, this is interesting because it's, it's like it's speaking to people who are claiming one thing, but but in reality, they're not. Right. Mm-hmm. But they're actually like they're claiming that they're they're they are um, ordained by God or that they're they are, you know, doing God's work, but they're actually doing Satan's work. Mm. You know, and I think that's that's. That's Satan. That's what he does, right? He comes as a, uh, was he? He comes as a, as an angel of light or something like that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know, it's like, and that's that's kind of speaks to you know, right? The, the the discernment, right? Of of those people who are in poverty, you know, that are in this 
particular bucket that are uh, that are rich because they're rich in terms of being able to discern yeah you know good from evil mm-hmm. you know because because satan he you know he uh he brings strong delusions and he deceives a lot of people so i think the fact that, that these uh you know this church can can discern that you know that that's there, there's a richness there and you know he's he's also saying like hey like you some of you will go through tribulation yeah you know like yeah. and that's 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 encouraging too. I mean, it doesn't sound encouraging, but the fact that like God is telling these people that this is going to happen so that when it does happen, you are, you know, that like, yeah. I'm, I'm there with you, you know, yeah. and he even gives them the n- number of days, you wow. know, 10 days, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, yeah. cause sometimes when you don't see the end, it, it can be sort of hard to endure. But when you, when God gives you a glimpse of, of the finish line, mm-hmm. it, it gives yeah. you the strength to be able to endure what you're going through. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, also it says, be faithful even to the point of death and I will give you life as your victor's crown. It, you know, it's just a, another reminder that like this, this life isn't, this isn't the end all be all. Mm. Um, we, we should be more concerned about uh, the second death or, or not, you know, not being victims of the second death, yeah. um, being thrown yeah. in the lake of fire. Oof. So, yeah, don't want that. It's, you know, it's a, it's a, like in the early, you know, in, in Acts, like how the early believers followers of christ they they uh they considered a a um a privilege to suffer for christ Mm, Mm. right so because they because they knew what was on the other side of that of that suffering yeah you know man can take your life but he but but only god can can take your life and take the the second like take your eternal life yeah right can determine where you go exactly uh, for eternity so um, it's just, you know, I think it's a call to be, to be, uh, strong in the Lord and to be, not to be fearful of man, of what man yeah. might do because mm. God is ultimately in control. Yeah. And that's so applicable for today. Like it, it shows that the importance of the different roles that God gives the, to the body, the believers, uh, mm-hmm. in Jesus, um, and prophets is one of them. And I, I look, think the, the verse comes to mind in Amos uh, chapter three, verse seven, where it says, surely the Lord does nothing without revealing his plan to his servants, the prophets. Like, mm-hmm. like someone is good. That's why it's good to be in community because someone in, in, in that community of believers will hear from the Lord, hopefully. Right. And um, in this case, like, it's like Jesus revealing it to John, one of his servants in, in, in that prophetic word came out to the church. It wrote a letter to the church of Smyrna, uh, was it Smyrna, right? And it's like, yeah, like you were saying, giving them uh, a heads up so so you can be prepared. And mm-hmm. and I feel like when it comes to revelations as a whole, we you know like we talked about it in the last episode. Lots of times we shy away from it, but really it's God in His grace giving His plan to His servant, the prophet, to give to us to give us. Um, so we could be prepared spiritually, physically, mentally, you know, um, mm-hmm. and, and, and know the things to come. Um, so, and then mm-hmm. we can be there to encourage each other. And, and, and that's how you get that peace that like surpasses all understanding. Like, how mm-hmm. can you be cool amongst mm-hmm. COVID and all this stuff? Aren't you scared? Like every time a cough yeah. comes, you scared. Like, it's like, mm-hmm. we know what we live in, you know, and we know the one who, what he has in store for us. Well, not all things. Right. But like, we know that we're not um, destined for the second death because we're in Christ. So there's mm-hmm. solace in like that, at least, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I noticed that there was no condemnation 
at least from um, Christ mm. to this church. You oh, know, wow. every other church that I've read that I've you know read through, there's something he builds them up, and then he tells them, "Yo, you need to check this." But he doesn't do that. Do that with this church, um, and it's almost like I think that he's speaking to the to those that are poor, mm. that those who are lower class, those who have been da- downtrodden, right, mm. and who don't have anything, you know in terms of material goods, you know, or resources, you know, but they're rich in um, spirit, friends, you know, I mean, um, sharing. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're doing, they're doing what they can. Um, but I think he's talking like in terms of, you know, you will be persecuted by the rich mm-hmm. or taken advantage or, um, you know, and you have to endure it for me. It's funny that these people who don't have any resources, who don't have so much to give as others do, he's not he's not coming at them like he did the other churches to their character and being like, you need to you need to check this, you know, mm-hmm. because their character, spirit wise, they're they're straight, mm-hmm. but their flesh will be tested. You know what I'm saying? And um, I remember reading a story in uh, history class about this woman who had a family, husband and um, a child and a father. And her father told her um, just during Nero's time, you know, they were they were poor and impoverished. And he told her, all you got to do is lie and just be like, you know, I don't believe in Jesus. And she turned around at him and she was like, you don't know what that means. You don't know that what that sacrifice is, that it's bigger than what you think it is. Because he he wasn't a Christian, but she was. And she's like, I have to endure this for Christ. Because if I really believe, then I know that if I go ahead with this, then God will still take care of me. You know, and, mm-hmm. and these people, they're rich in that way. Mm-hmm. They're just poor material-wise, you know. And, and God is just giving them encouragement, like you were saying, Brandon. Yeah, that's good, bro. Yeah, yeah man. Uh, you guys ready? Yep, let's do it. To the church in Brandon, Pergamum? Yep. Okay. Oh, uh, oh per- Pergamum. 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 Thanks, bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To the angel of the church in Paragum, write, These are the words of him who has the sharp, double-edged sword. It's crazy. He, they describe Christ different ways every mm-hmm. single time. Yes, sir. Um, and I know where you live, where Satan has his throne. Yet you remain true to my name. You did not renounce your faith in me. You did not even in the days of Antipas, my faithful witness, who was put to death in your city where Satan lives. Nevertheless, I have a few things against you. There are some things, there are some among you who hold to the teaching of Balaam, 
who taught Balak to entice the Israelites to sin so that they ate food, sacrificed the idols, and committed sexual immorality. Likewise, you also have those who hold to the teaching of Nicolotans. Repent, therefore, otherwise I will soon come to you and will fight against them with the sword of my mouth. Whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the one who is victorious, I will give some of the hidden manna. I will also give that person a white stone with a new written with a new name written on it, known only to the one who receives it. Wow, this church so I'm gonna go ahead and this what stuck out to me immediately was like, you know, this church this these group of people, I um I guess I wanna say these group of believers, they were like believers but allowing um kind of like false teachings in their church because it kind of talks about the teachings of Balaam. And um I mean that kind of comes back from that that story in, in Numbers, um, the book of Numbers where they were just basically teaching um it, like taking up uh, altars and making sacrifice in like the the country of Moab. And uh, I think Balak was the the king of the Moabites, but yeah, they was just doing all types of wild stuff and they're, and they're allowing these teachings in this Christian church. So like they believe in Jesus, but yet they're, they're allowing these teachings to happen. And I mean, that's, I think about the church today where you hear in this have you have to be very very like vigilant and know the word yourself that comes to mind mm-hmm. is like you got to know the word because everything that you know people on TV I mean I'm not I'm not calling out any names and stuff but I'm just saying everybody who says they're a Christian and and has a platform to say things ain't always teaching um you have to really check to see what they're teaching if is coming from the word of God and test it as the bible says like the church in the Ephesus did and so mm-hmm. I mean, God will hold you accountable if you know something's not right. And that's kind of like what Jesus is saying here, but yet allowing it. And so that's why he's like, yo, you got to repent. You got to you gotta turn that around. You got to and to do that. You got to probably have to call that out, right? Like you can't just let, give this person a platform and, and then allow that to happen and seep into the church because that's how the church becomes apostate, you know, a watered down mm-hmm. church. And you see that all throughout the churches today truthfully i mean uh so anyways yeah man that's what i was thinking about yeah that's good bro um yeah it's like a you know little leaven leaven the whole lump Mm, you know facts and Mm -hmm. i think like in our walk too like you know we can kind of we kind of have one foot in one foot out sometimes you know in our walk, you know, we have one foot in the world. We want to enjoy the the things, the worldly things that we know in our spirit doesn't line up with, with what mm. the word is saying. But then we also, you know, on the other hand, we, we cleave to, to God and to the Bible, you know, mm. but he, he, you know, he doesn't like that lukewarm. He doesn't like, you know, lukewarm believers, lukewarm followers, mm-hmm. you know, it's like either, either you're hot or you're cold. Mm-hmm. Like I can, you know, if you hot, I can, I can, I, that's that's cool. You cold, that's cool, you know. But that the lukewarm is is sort of like because it's like you you're basically saying like you know you know the truth like you were saying, Benny. Like you know, you know what's right and what's wrong. Or if you don't, then then like you said, like test it. You know, like look at the look at the word. What does the word say? 
And, you know, the Holy Spirit will give you that conviction. Like if, if you gotten the word in and, and, you know, it's, it's, it's in your heart, but then, you know, you're doing something that's worldly and goes against the word, the Holy Spirit will, will, will give you a tug, will give you a, an indication that like, that doesn't, that doesn't please God. You know, and I think at that point it's, it's, uh, it's on you to give that up, to give that, mm. that thing of the world up if the Holy Spirit is telling you that. Right. So, yeah, I think it's just, again, him correcting his, his children, because sometimes people can get deluded into a false sense of like, OK, well, yeah, I'm 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 good. You know, like mm. I read my Bible, you know, once a day and yeah, I'm still in the world, but God, God got, me, you know, so it's like, you know, yeah. he, he calls for us to walk out our own salvation with fear and trembling. And so I, I think that's kind of what what he's speaking to here is, is like, if you, you got to be all in or or out like like there's no the second death comes it's, it's either you're going to be with the father or you're going to be in lake of fire there's no mm. middle ground yeah so yeah. you know similarly it's like there's no middle ground with 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 walking this out walking mm. your faith out you know it's either you're with him or and if you're not with him you're against him mm. yeah yeah it's kind of oh go ahead Suge. no no go ahead man. it just real quick it kind of reminds me of like how the there's movements today right where they say if you don't speak up you're basically speaking again you're you're against it essentially mm-hmm. and yeah. so it's like likewise right like if you don't believe then you're against them essentially mm-hmm. yeah straight up i i remember reading that like christmas right celebrating christ's birth was actually a pagan holiday mm-hmm. that they turned around to attract the pagans um but they, you know, used um, a pagan holiday, and you know, I used to think of it like, man, God can turn anything around, man. You know, God can <laughs> use, God can use anything, right, for him, right? You know, what I'm saying he can Which use a strip club, you know, he can use a crack house, you know, and turn it into the house of God. You know, what I'm saying, and yes, he can, right? But I think there's going too far, right? And this, I think, is going too far, you know, and you continue to have those false idols. You Mm -hmm. continue to be like, you know, it's okay to have orgies or it's okay to do this immorality, you know, because we still celebrate the same things that we celebrated before Christ. Yeah. You know, um, and that's not that's not, I guess, what Christ wants us to understand. You know that mm-hmm. we are a new creature, right? Mm-hmm. I um, I was just thinking that I myself still have like these false idols. Like I have, I'm I'm a sneakerhead man, and I love just like looking at sneakers, and you know, just um, I could spend all day, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying, trying to find a sneaker, mm-hmm. one. And I think God's been talking to me about that, and He's mm-hmm. like, bro. You spend so much time. Like, I now have more time for myself. And I'm spending it, in my opinion, doing the wrong thing. And what Christ has been telling me, like, you know. And so I think that's what, you know, he's trying to say in, I guess, shorthand to mm-hmm. these people. Like like y'all were saying, this is this is a false idol. Mm. And you can't continue that in that same way. You know, it's okay. Um, I'm speaking 
to me now what I'm, you know, learning in these last couple of weeks. It's okay to have material things. It's not okay to let those things have you. Mm. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Just kind of my personal struggle, yeah. right? <laughs> no, I think that goes for everybody. Yeah, you know man. what I'm saying? Yeah, that goes for me. Yeah. Trust me. Trust and, me. And there's yeah. seasons to that because, like, yeah, I, you know, it could be uh, one at one period of time you're you're straight. You know what I mean? You're you're really just in, in the word doing what God has you to do or whatever, and making that a priority. But then next thing you know, one season you could just kind of be lulled to sleep, and then something pops back up. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm guilty of that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and yep. read the next one. Um, to the angel of the church in Thyatira, write, These are the words of the Son of God, whose eyes are like blazing fire and whose feet are like burnished bronze. I know your deeds. You love your love and your faith, your service and your perseverance, and that you are now doing more than you did at first. Nevertheless, I have this against you. You tolerate that woman Jezebel who calls herself a prophet. By teaching, she misleads her ser- my servants into sexual immorality and the eating of food sacrificed to idols. I have given her time to repent of her immorality, but she is unwilling. So I will cast her on a bed of suffering, and I will make those who commit adultery with her suffer intensely, unless they repent of her ways. I will strike her children dead. Then all the churches will know that I am he who searches hearts and minds, and I will repay each of you according to your deeds. Now... I say to the rest of you in Thyreta, Thyreta, to you who do not hold to her teaching and have not learned Satan's so-called deep secrets, I will not impose any other burden on you except to hold on to what you have until I come. To the one who is victorious and does my will to the end, I will give authority over the nations that one will rule them with an iron scepter and will dash them to pieces like pottery. Just as I have received authority from my father, I will also give that one to the morning star. Whoever has ears, let them hear what the spirit says to the churches. Mm. That's, That's chock full of imagery. That I have no idea. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So this is like a like a corrupt, like a like a church that's just like straight corrupt. Because it's yeah. like because when I when I see the tolerate because you tolerate that woman Jezebel, it's like it's like they know better. Yeah. To tolerate something, but you just kind of like endure it. You know, I mean, you let it happen, knowing knowing that it's wrong, and so. Um, this teaching, this teaching, because I mean, even back then, thinking about it, like a lot of the um, idolatry or the different types of like pagan worship that, um, especially when it came to, they did a lot of sacrifice of kids. They did a lot of like there was always like a lot of sex 
um, involved mm-hmm. with like having sex with priests and priestesses to in order to gain like spiritual power type of teachings. And if they, it's like that a lot of some of that came into the church and, and they just like letting it happen, knowing better. Mm-hmm. And so that's just kind of reminds me of like culture, you know, like if you let too much culture and seep into the church um, when it's supposed to be kingdom over culture, that could actually be not so, um, not so much a good thing. So where you're teaching culture stuff that actually might go against the word of God. And so, yeah, I mean, it might not be as like, I guess, tangible as like having sex with your priests or whoever. But like, I see a lot of that could be, you could be, it could be very, it's a, a slippery slope, um, in my opinion, um, in terms of what, you know, when you go to be with other believers in today's world, like, what you allow to like be taught. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's as important as staying close to the Holy Spirit. I mean, that's why it says, I noticed at the end of these, it says those who have ears, let them hear, you know, what the spirit says. So it's like, it's a Holy Spirit driven message that's God's given, you know what I mean? And so, yeah, man. Yeah. Um, when I, you know, I'm looking at, um, verse 24 where it says, um, now I say to the rest of you and uh, Thyatira to you who do not hold to her teaching and have not learned Satan's so-called deep secrets. Like that, that Satan's so-called deep secrets. It reminds me of like secret societies, mm. you know, like the, this, this, yeah, exactly. Like a cultish knowledge, stuff like that. Yeah. And I think, you know, um, just kind of doing my own little research and stuff. Like there's a lot of like, like you're saying like sexual immorality, you know, involved with, with these secret societies and like their, their own little teachings. Like, um, it's, it's take like Masons, for example, you know, there are some, uh, Masons who are, who are Christians, right? Yeah. And they'll, they'll defend, they'll defend, you know, the Masonic order, but they'll also claim to be a Christian. And I think what some of them don't realize is as you go higher into those, into the, uh, you know, as you ascend up and up in the ranks, then you'll come to find out that, uh, at the core of, of like some of these secret societies is like, is Luciferianism, mm-hmm. Satanism. Yeah. Oof, that's a whole um, other, that's a whole, that's a whole other, that's a whole other Pandora's box. Right. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. And I think that's, that's what Satan does. He tries to, he'll say, Oh yeah. Like you can keep your, you can keep your Christian faith. Like, mm-hmm. okay, I know you got that, but like take some of this as well. Yep. You know? And, he'll compromise you and like it's it's an abomination like you know uh in in god's eyes and and i think if people aren't careful then they can you know they can kind of play themselves in 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 terms of they can like because you know i've I've talked to like a mason right and and like yeah i'm you know i'm i'm a christian like i'm you know i believe in god and and the masons believe in god but but what what god is that like you got to peel peel that back you know you got to test that out like anybody can say god right Mm. But like, what's what's beneath that the surface, you know? <clears throat> um, and, and so yeah, I think it's just this is all, again like this is a a, a warning to his, to his his flock, like like don't don't sleep with that woman, you know? Like don't because you know a lot of times in the Bible, like God will equate like um, false teachings with like a woman, like a with a whore, mm-hmm. with a Jezebel, you know. And I think it's like she's being personified. Like it, it's these false teachings being personified as like a whore. And if you if you mm. if you lay down with that woman, 
you know, you'll have children, you'll bear, you'll bear fruit Ooh. of that, right? Yeah. These children and guys, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to destroy all that. Like I'm going to destroy the the works that, that, that come out of like, you know, dealing with, with those occultish kind of things. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. The, um, and the piggyback, what you were saying, Brandon, like letting stuff seep in and you have to test it. it like a perfect example is like love, you know? It's it sounds nice the way the way the way culture defines love. You hear movement, you hear all the time. Love is love, y'all. We you know love, love is is accepting and tolerating all things. You know like that type of thing, inclusiveness and and I'm like one of um one of the somebody said or I think I forget, forget what teacher but uh, defined it perfectly in terms of using the Bible to define things of the Bible. Don't use culture to define things in the Bible. And so for us as believers, we can't just sit here and be like, let something like love is love seep in. It sounds nice, but that's not what love really is according to God. You know what I mean? That's defined in 1 Corinthians 13, where it talks about it suffers long. It rejoices in truth. It does not rejoice in sin and iniquity. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it's the, it's the, the, use the things of in the Bible and terms in the Bible um, and use the Bible to define it and, and, and explain things. So instead of like having a question about things in the Bible and and using culture to kind of help you understand that it's like, nah, use the Bible to help you understand and define the things of the Bible. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's so good. that's good. That's good. And you know, he, he says to the, you know, to the one who is victorious and does my will to the end, I will give authority over the nations. Mm. So, you know, that to me, that, that says like, it's, um, if you are able to do this, you know, it's, it's not, you, you don't, you don't, you don't give someone authority over the nations if they aren't, if they haven't kind of proven themselves, if you mm-hmm. will. Mm-hmm. So I think this is kind of like a test. Like if you, if you can do this, then you, you'll be worthy to rule over nations because you'll be, you'll be righteous, you know, mm-hmm. like you'll, you'll be able to, to, you know, do this justly. Um, he'll give you authority. You know, like you think you're because I think Satan, he, he gives you, quote unquote, worldly authority. Right. Like, yeah. But what you think is like, all right, do this and I'll, I'll give you riches. I'll give you all these things. And, and Jesus is like, no, deny that, you know, follow me and I'll give you authority. Like I'll like the authority that God gives you is always like better than what Satan can give you. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. Satan might get what Satan gives you, like in the immediate term might be nice, but there's all there's always like a. a like an asterisk, you know, there's always, there's always something on the other side of it. There's a, there's a catch. Yeah. But with, you know, with, with God, it's like, I'll give you authority over the nations. Cause remember, remember when, when, uh, when, when Satan was tempting Jesus, he was like, see all these nations, oh, like, yeah. I'll give you a, you know, Jesus is like, I'll, I'm going to give you that <laughs> like, for real. Like I'm you give talking you authority. To? Righteous, righteous authority, you know? Yeah. So, I believe that these churches can often represent or may represent actual countries, actual nations, right? Mm-hmm. And it's funny, Brandon, that you were talking about like the the um, Masons, right? And it almost makes me feel like Thyreda may be America. Mm-hmm. You know, we hold that power. The president is the highest office in the world. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And but we are sleeping with Jezebel, us as a nation. 
you know what I'm saying? And I, I believe that we, we are the ones that, you know, that can hold the power to judge other nations. And, and that's what we've been given, but we need to actually hold true to what God has given us, you know what I'm saying? And I mean, it may, may be different when Christ comes, um, who Thyrita is, you know, but I think at this time, I think that, you know, it may be the United States. And um, like you were saying, we are probably sleeping with demons like greed and materialism and pride Mm. and power, patriotism. You know, that's that's pride undercover. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And everybody's like, make America great again. And, uh, you know, nothing political. But mm-hmm. we have to understand the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy, and he does it in the most subtle ways. Yeah. And we have to watch what we subscribe to because um, everything has a spirit to it, mm. you know, and we, we really got to be careful, mm-hmm. you know. And, I mean, like I said, I believe that this is uh, it's speaking to America and, you know, who we are. You know, and and there are true people, true Christians, true saints in America. And then there are those who are not. You know, we we know that. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. uh, we we gotta be we gotta be careful. Yeah, that's dope. And an overall like arching thing that hit me with like it's just kind of like theme or point for Revelations two so far with these churches is I also noticed that like each body of believers in different areas have angels assigned to them because he was like to the angel of smyrna to the angel of this group of people and it shows that like even though god has his eyes even though he's like you know omnipresent all-knowing and all that he has it's like very organized and he has his angels like watching over even down to the individual and so and they can convey these messages in the spirit that's why i said those who have ears to hear like what the um, what the spirit says to them, mm. and so yeah. it's like, yeah, it, it might seem like a letter, you know what I mean, where it's like a physical letter, but it's really just something that the spirit reveals to the church through the spirit through these angels, mm. um, mm. and that's encouraging at least for for us today in knowing that no matter what's going on in this world, God has assignments. The enemy has assignments on you, but God has assignments on you too. And you just got to be close to the Lord to understand the messages because he's still talking. Yeah. And what he wants, how he wants us to move and then correction and how he wants us to, you know, continue to grow and be sanctified while we're here on this earth. Facts. Yeah. Straight up. That's what's up, I mean, Revelation 2. That's a wrap, man. Yeah. That's what's good. I learned a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I learned a lot. Yeah, man. (laughs) Yeah. God, you know, it was funny that God threatened to take the first uh, church's Smyrna's lampshade away. Mm. No, not Smyrna, um, Ephesus. Okay. And it's, I'm like, that's crazy. And I, I'm, I have to read further, but I'm not sure if he's he's done that to other churches, like to take away your sainthood, right? Because you know the Bible says neither deaf nor height or you know anything can separate you from the love but somebody who is and i gotta check my theology but it's almost like you know you keep on this path and i will take away your birthright Mm. 
mm-hmm. you know um wow. scary yeah and we have to be careful right and it was funny to me um in the church of peregrine he says that you live in satan's home mm. you know where his throne is where satan lives you know and wherever that church is they have to um endure that darkness but they're still enduring you know what i mean and and uh it, it's crazy that they're so there's such close proximity but yet god still has light there there's yeah. so such proximity to that darkness but there's light still in paragon mm. yeah, that's real yeah we're, we're uh we're going tread tread the, the serpent underfoot yeah get him <laughs> yeah get him. wow that's what's up y'all well, that's a wrap thank you thanks for uh joining us man and um yeah. we're praying for you brandon and you know your daughter your newborn daughter Amen. paris man it's, man thank you man thank you yeah appreciate such a blessing man. yes sir appreciate y'all well, next time will be what? Revelation chapter three. We'll get into some more letters. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then, it, and then, it, then it gets real when when we hit chapter four. And then, then it's then it gets real, real. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Word. All right, y'all. Well, um, yeah. We so yeah, definitely give us uh. If you have any comments, suggestions, prayer requests, you can reach us on goodnews.is. Um, we had, there's ways to contact us on there. Appreciate y'all taking time to listen. And, uh, we, you know, we look forward to seeing y'all next week. Peace. Or next time. Peace. I guess. <laughs> right. yeah. Peace. Love y'all. Love y'all. Peace. Peace.